Welcome home, spiritual human. I'm your host, Stacey McGee, and you are listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast, a gathering place for spiritual humans, where each week we talk about becoming fluent in all things spiritual. Welcome back, spiritual humans. Today I posted a video on TikTok talking about how there are certain spiritual people that are divinely protected. And I I do truly believe this. And, you know, it started a conversation in the comments about karma and people getting what they deserve and you know, that wasn't totally the intention of sharing that video, but there was one commenter that was like, oh my God, you guys are so narcissistic, believing that you're better than everyone and da, 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 da. And I was like, I got to go record a podcast episode on this. So, um, you can thank the trolls for this podcast episode, (laughs) but you know, I don't believe that it is narcissistic to know your worth. It is not narcissistic to know that you are divinely protected because you have a higher calling in this world. I don't believe that that is true. Not one bit. But when we get into the, the spiritual laws and understanding um, those spiritual laws, we start to understand things on a different level. And it becomes more profound of an experience to say that as a light worker, we are spiritually protected. Uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said something, and I, I feel like this is um, very relevant here. For everything that you have missed, you have gained something else. For everything that you have gained, you lose something. If riches increase, they are increased that use them. If the gatherer gathers too much, na- nature takes out the man, what she puts into his chest and swells the estate, but kills the owner. Nature hates monopolies and exceptions. And, you know, it it is true. You know, if we are imbalanced anywhere in the world, the laws of the universe will create that balance. And that is part of the 12 universal laws. And I think so many people are only familiar with the law of attraction and the law of attraction became super popular with the book, the secret. However, it was missing so much context because you can't take one universal law and say, this is all you need to know and miss out on all the others. Right. And that is true, especially when it comes to, the law of cause and effect and the law of compensation and how they affect what goes on in this world. And these laws are closely connected to each other. 
And so like, if we're looking at the law of compensation, it speaks about what we put out, we get back. If we give, we receive good or bad. If you give something good, eventually that good will come back to you. But the same thing happens when you put something negative and bad out into the world, that will eventually come back to us as well. Maybe not instantaneously, but I've always found that the universe has a way of creating balance. And I remember as a kid, I was, well, as a teenager, I was a pretty stinky teenager. You know, I was reacting from so much trauma and my dad said, when you have kids, your kids are going to be twice as bad as you ever were and da, 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 da. And as a mom of seven, <laughs> I can see that, right? And I can see like my first child was somewhat difficult as well as my second. And obviously being a parent is never easy either, but you know, I'm especially having fun watching this with my my son, um, who's kind of a mirror image of his dad. And my husband was driving with him the other day, and he's like, oh my God, he's like the worst driver. And he started describing how he drives. And I was like, so he drives like you? And because my, my husband's an awesome person, don't get me wrong. I love my husband, and I don't want to speak ill of him, but his driving terrifies me sometimes. And so does the driving of my son. <laughs> and, and it's funny that, you know, he seems to be doing very similar things that my husband did. And I told my husband, I said, cause he's kind of freaking out a little bit. And I was like, honey, it's just, it's okay. The cool thing is watching our children relive our experiences is that hopefully we know that eventually everything will come out in the wash and he'll balance out. Right. But it's just very interesting to watch that happen. Um, it, it's interesting to watch, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, I, I stole some money from my dad's wallet and then my teenage son, my oldest one, when he was a teenager stole from me and I never stole as much as he did, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. But it, it is really interesting um, that I see that affecting my life and I see the universe catching up and, and finding balance. And the cool thing I have also found is, is that what we put back into the world, we receive back, which means that there are things that I've been doing to kind of erase some of that karma I built up as a teenager <laughs> as well. Um, so you're, the one thing I, I want you to understand is that that is, you're not destined to like go through hell. You can rebalance these things, right? If you recognize that you're like, okay, yeah, I can fix that. You can rebalance it. That's a very cool thing is that everything in this universe is within your control. And so if you did something where you're like, oh God, I, I'm going to, really get karma, um, do something to balance it, do something to write that, you know, and to make it different. Um, and when we talk about that law of compensation, you know, there's a right time to give and a right time to receive, and they, they don't always match up. And you will see that, that you, you may feel like you're all giving 
And when it's the time for you to be receiving, the universe will bring that receiving to you. Um, the law of compensation takes a lot of patience and often a lot of time to see the results. And, you know, it will always match up and your efforts will be always balanced and rewarded with that. And, you know, when we look at the law of cause and effect, which is kind of the universal law right before the law of compensation is what really what it says is what is will become because of the action or the inactions of ourself. And this law is put into motion by every thought, every word, every deed. Um, and the law of cause and effect isn't perpetually in motion. It's a swinging pendulum that is always looking for balance and to reference Newton for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction and your actions create reactions throughout the universe. It's like tossing a, a rock into the pond and watching those ripples ripple out from where you threw that rock in until they hit the shore and everything that is near that ripple will feel it. Um, there is a cause for every effect and an effect for every cause. And this law states that there are no coincidences, that everything happens for a reason. And even if we don't know why or how, it does. And I know for me, there, there's many times where I look in my life and I pause and I ask myself, what is the purpose of this experience? Um, you know, a lot of my health challenges now and, and when I do readings for clients, we do this as well, where we go back to what I say is the original injury. What is your original injury? What is the original point of breakage in the universe that catapulted you to the experience that you are um, at? And, you know, a lot of my original injuries are from childhood trauma and things like that. And while we can't always control what happens to us. We can control our reactions. We can control the outcome. We can control what goes on. And, you know, one of the stories I like to tell about this is, is of a good friend of mine, Louisa. And about five years ago, Louisa lost her, her son. He passed away um, from a condition that could have been fixed. Um, he got myocarditis from being sick. And I, I re actually remember that I felt that he was going to pass away. And he went to the hospital the first time and I was like, oh my gosh, I was holding my breath and nothing happened. And I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And about a month later, he was still kind of sick, but they were on a family vacation. And, um, he started to get sick again. So they took him to the hospital again as, you know, any good parent would. And the doctors are like, oh, it's no big deal. Here's an antibiotic. And they sent him home. On the way to pick up the antibiotic, he starts going downhill rapidly and crying out, I want my daddy. And, and he passed away in the car as they were realizing something was very badly happening. They were rushing back to the hospital and he, he eventually passed away. And 
the doctors missed the myocarditis. They did not check him like they should have. They dismissed it and said, oh, he's okay, no big deal. Um, and, you know, I, I think myocarditis is something that, that could have been easily caught. I'm not a doctor, but, you know, I remember being angry for her. And I remember saying, well, aren't you going to sue them? You know, you lost your son because of them. And she, instead of getting angry and bitter, said, no, that's hard enough on them knowing that he passed away and that they had made a mistake that they'll never forget. I, I don't need to make it worse. I don't need to go into anger and bitterness and I don't want to deal with years worth of court to solve this with money. And to see her celebrate her son's memory every year is beautiful. But more beautiful is her realizing that she didn't have to stay in her anger, in her grief, in her resentment. And she didn't have to let bitterness take hold of her. She knew that whatever was happening was maybe not in her control, but that she was not going to allow those emotions, those feelings to control her for the rest of her life. And that was a profound learning for myself because I don't know if I would have done the same thing. I like to think that I'm a beautiful spiritual being that has higher consciousness but if, if someone you know their mistake caused my loved one to pass away I don't know that I would react the same way I don't know if I would react with such grace I guess I, I will leave that to the universe to see if that's a lesson I will find out but you know the one thing that you can take from this is that you, when we have these experiences when we're like, why is this happening to me? You have a choice. There's a fork in the road where you can say, I'm going to go down the path of fear and vengeance and allow, you know, toxic emotions to take control of me and dictate my actions. Or I can release this back to God, the universe, and say, hey, I, I, I would rather not hold on to this. And if you feel that someone needs to have lessons or, you know, karma based on this experience, I'll let the universe work that out. And, you know, when we look at, at karma, you know, a lot of people say, what you reap is what you sow. And this is the law of cause and effect. But I have learned the faster I can shift and move away from some of more life's more pleasant, unpleasant teaching moments, the faster I get to where I want to go. And, you know, I've experienced that many times in my life. I've experienced, um, you know, if you guys don't know, I, I was an entrepreneur before Spirit Fluent and my company was, you know, focused on making cloth diapers. And I had a manufacturer that stole 
tons of money from me and took off with my product. It was out of my control. I had people stealing my patented designs and I was very upset about that. And I let that control my emotions for several years and it created quite a toxic um, environment for me. And a few months ago I went into Target and I noticed um, that uh, Pampers, I, I believe that was the company, had ripped off my cloth diaper design that I had gotten broke. I couldn't afford to pay for my patent. You have to pay to have your patent renewed every year or every few years. I couldn't pay to have it renewed and they went and ripped off my patent design. And I was so upset. I was like this big multi, you know, million billion dollar corporation stole my design and is making money off of it. Something that was my passion for years because I was very passionate about the cloth diaper industry. And it, it, it just kind of killed me, you know, to watch people systematically steal the adjustable elastic design that I created for my, my, my business. Right. And I could have easily let that make me angry and bitter, but I remember standing in target going release, 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 allow the universe to create balance for me. And I don't know if it'll ever create balance, um, where, you know, I'll get compensation for pamp from Pampers, but maybe with that law of compensation, you know, it'll balance in a different way, right? Because the balance of the universe is not always going to be identical, right? It's not always tit for tat. It's not always the eye for the eye, right? And so what you need will come back, but it may be in a different way that you are understanding, right? It's not like you bake cookies and then someone else brings you the identical type of cookies the next day to your doorstep, right? It, the universe is noticing where there are deficits in your life and rearranging itself to bring you what you need. And, you know, I've had this conversation with my husband many times lately and he goes, I don't know how you do it, but the universe, he goes, you live in a different world. Like the universe just seems to rearrange itself. The universe seems to just rearrange itself for you in ways that don't work for me. And I told him, I said, well, that's because I believe that it will. I believe that the universe will rearrange itself for me and bring me what I need and bring me the things that I deserve as, you know, a spiritual human who has put in a lot of effort and, um, and work into helping others. And I have seen that balance happen in my life. Um, but there's been times where I'm like, I can't trust this is so hard. This is crazy. There's nothing good is ever going to happen. Right. Um, it ebbs and flows, right? And it, it is hard when, you know, we're on a lower point, when we're wondering where the balance is for us. It's hard to be in trust. It's hard to take that deep breath and say, okay, everything's going to work out when there's bills to pay and groceries to buy and, 
you know, life happens, right? And it, it happens in a blink of an eye. And, you know, I've noticed this, especially lately where my health has been just, you know, it's been a, it's been something that is a culmination and a lot of it's a culmination of my decisions where my decisions have determined that, you know, my health is, you know, not the best because I've made the decision not to exercise. Sometimes I made the decision to not do yoga. I made the decision to eat foods that weren't best for me. Right. And so I don't have control over the, the cause of, those things, the original injuries. I don't have control over the trauma that people cause me, but I have control over my healing. And that is, I think, the most important thing I would love for you guys to take from today's podcast is that you have control over your life, over your healing, over everything that is going on right now. You could literally grab a suitcase today throw some things in it and leave and start a different life. You could. Now, you know, you'll have to live with the universal laws of balancing um, if you do, because, you know, sometimes just walking away from everything maybe isn't the best answer, right? Especially if you're a parent, you can't just walk away from your children and, and responsibilities. But I use that extreme example as, you know, to illustrate that everything is within your choice, right? You can make choices. And so you may be feeling very stuck, but there are still things that you can do, right? There are all, there's always something that you can do to shift that balance. And I know that we have the power within us. We have that seed of greatness to change anything we want. We just have to start believing. And it's like Tinkerbell when she was teaching Peter Pan to fly. Think of a happy little thought, any little thought. And sometimes my happy little thoughts are as simple as water in rainy days. Um, Because some days it's hard to find a happy thought. You know, sometimes my gratitude is I'm grateful for this cup of water. Um, but just know that the, the universe is constantly balancing and rebalancing and it is not working against you. It is working for you and for your highest good and trying to move you where you need to be, even if it doesn't feel like it. So take a deep breath and know that no matter what is going on in your life, the universe is out there working to create balance. Have a beautiful day, my spiritual humans. Happy New Year. I love you all. You've been listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast. Your continued support means so much to me, and I just want you all to know how grateful that I am for you. I have many resources on my website, spiritfluent.com, as well as on my YouTube at Spirit Fluent. And I would love to invite you to check out my book, My Spiritual Awakening is a Shit Show, on Amazon now. <laughs>